Welcome to another edition of the Flathead Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, Micah Drew, recording from the beautiful, once again sunny Flathead Valley. It's Friday, June 17th. Temperatures are climbing back into summer-like ranges after historic levels of rain and several inches of snow fell in the mountains earlier this week. With that summer feeling, I am bringing you the second part of our Meet the Intern series on the podcast. Denali Sagner hit the ground running last week when she showed up in Kalispell fresh from graduation at the University of Pennsylvania, and she got her first bylines in the Beacon writing about COVID restrictions in Glacier National Park and working with myself and our two photographers on the Best of Preps issue of the Beacon this week. I snagged Denali to join me in the podcast studio today and give us some insight on what brought her into journalism and how she sees her career unfolding after this summer. Before we get to that chat, however, a quick reminder that this podcast is sponsored in part by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Members support all of our journalism in all of its forms, in print, online, and here in the podcast studio, and they do so for as little as $5 per month. Plus, they get some extra perks too. So to find out more or join today, visit beaconeditorsclub.com. I'm Denali Sagner. Um, I am the reporting intern for the Flathead Beacon this summer, and I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you both here at the office and, of course, on the podcast. You are now the second half of our Meet the Interns podcast. I'm very excited to dive in a little bit into your past and what brought you out here to give our readers a, a little more information of what's behind just the byline. Let us start, though. You've been here for like 10 days now. What are your first impressions of the Flathead Valley? And then what are your first impressions of working in a newsroom like this? It's been great to be here. It's gorgeous. I'm from the East Coast and I had never really been out West before. And, you know, it's just breathtaking um, to be surrounded by so much nature all the time. I've loved that. And it's been really great to be in the newsroom. I did some virtual stuff the past couple summers because of COVID. So it's been really nice to be here and get to know everyone and to get to do some real on the ground reporting as well. In your mind, who is the scariest person in the newsroom that you've had to interact with? Um, I thought Mike was really unfriendly at first, <laughs> but um, he just took a minute to warm up. So I think, you know, getting getting to know everyone. He also just has a very large, looming, imposing yeah, figure. Yeah, definitely. Which, which doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, well, we have put you through uh, the, pretty much the ringer. We've, I think you've put out three stories already and you helped yeah. out with preps, which was super awesome. I don't think anybody can figure out which ones you wrote and which ones I wrote, which was super fun to see. Talk to us a little bit about what led you here, though. At what point did you think that you kind of wanted to get into this journalism thing? Um, So I think I decided I wanted to try out journalism probably my sophomore year of college. Um, I actually was a dancer in high school and um, I got to, to college and I thought I wanted to be a dancer in college. So I tried out for a dance group and I got rejected. Um, <laughs> what and kind of dancing are we talking? It was like uh, contemporary dancing. Okay. It was like, you know, not even a very great dance group and I didn't <laughs> make it. So I thought I should try something else. And um, I decided to sign up to be a writer for uh, 34th Street, which is the student magazine at Penn. And I started writing long form features. Um, and my first feature ever was um, kind of like an experimental piece where I had to go sit in this student run coffee shop for like 10 hours and write about it. Um, and I loved it. And, you know, from there, I just I kept kind of climbing the ranks in the student journalism stuff and uh, decided at some point that I would try it out for a career. So here I am. 
And without an actual journalism degree at your school, what did you actually end up studying while doing journalism on the side? I was an American history major. What is it about American history that you really enjoy? Um, you know, it's so funny. Like, I think there's actually a lot in common between journalism and history, which maybe drew me to both of those things. Um, I was really interested, you know, growing up and asking all these big questions about how the world works and getting to know people and their stories. And um, that felt so intrinsic to history to me. And um, I was really interested in kind of modern American history. And I like to write about that stuff journalism wise as well. So, um, you know, I think I was just kind of drawn to that. Um ability to ask people questions and to get to know them and to get to kind of understand how we got to where we are now. Well, as you started to navigate some of the publications you worked for and the internships you did, can you talk to me about some of the stories that you got to write that you you really enjoyed and that really helped feed into that enthusiasm? Um, I would say there's definitely one story that stands out for me. Um, I did a long investigative story when I was in college, uh, my senior year of college, uh, with another, or my junior year of college, uh, with another reporter, we had gotten a tip at the student paper um, that there was a dermatologist at Penn who had um, his name kind of emboldened on all these things, and he was very famous, and there were awards named after him. Um, and a Penn student who was working in a lab with some other dermatologists at Penn uh, told us that they had heard that um, the research that had made this. Penn doctor, this guy Albert Kligman, so famous, uh, was done unethically on non-consenting prison populations. Hmm. Um, so me and this other student, a great reporter at the student paper, um, spent months, you know, really diving into the story and um, interviewed a lot of people. We interviewed former prisoners who were experimented on, former doctors, um, people who had really known this this doctor who had died, and you know, it ended up being a really long piece. It was. Uh, really in depth, and we won some awards for it, which was really cool. Um, and you know that process really was pretty moving to me. It had a real impact, and they actually um, rescinded the name of the doctor from all these awards at Penn. Um, so after that, I, I was kind of sold, and and I was like, I have to keep doing this. Well, you have mentioned that most of your work has been in more long form journalism, so this is one of your first experiences doing more regular daily news things. What are you most excited to learn from the newsroom this summer, and from all of us here? Um, it's so great to be able to just write about different things and kind of learn from everyone. Um, I had never written anything about sports before in my <laughs> life um, when we went out to do best of preps. And I was really nervous that my writing was going to be terrible, but it just took a little bit of Googling about shot putting and um, things like that. But I mean, you know, seriously, it's been really cool to be able to kind of see how all the writers in the newsroom write about business and outdoors and sports and arts and all these things. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting to learn from everyone individually. And and that's only something that you can do being able to write shorter stories and writing more stories in a week, which I really like. And then looking down the line, you'll be with us for uh, a couple months. And then what is it kind of on your mind that you want to do? What else do you want to experience in this field? And what's your, you know, big, big goal in the future? Um, it's a really good question. <laughs> um, you know, I definitely still love long form journalism. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that eventually that would be a good place for me to end up again. Um, and I think there's like a lot of potential in podcasts and documentaries and all of these, um, different ways that people consume news now. Um, you know, I think when it comes down to it, I want to continue to be a storyteller and I want to continue to, um, really build connections with people and, you know, share their lives with the world. So, that's kind of in an abstract sense what I want to do. What do I want to immediately do after? I'm not so sure. 
you know, the idea is to to go back home to New York, but mm. um, it's really pretty out here. So we'll see. I mean, the last intern, uh, I believe we accidentally turned into a rafting guide. Yeah. So we're, we're not sure where you'll end up, but you can do a little bit of everything as most people do. Well, Denali, thank you for coming and sharing a little bit of your story. We're super stoked to have you in the newsroom. Your writing is already great and it's only going to get better. So everyone can look for your byline. And I'm sure your family and friends will love to hear this interview. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. A big thanks to Denali for coming on the podcast and for joining the staff of the Flathead Beacon Newsroom. She's already proven herself to be a very quick study and a great reporter, and her addition to the team this summer will ensure that we continue to deliver the best content to our readers every week. Now, here are a few stories from this week that you should know about. As of 4 p.m., Thursday, June 16th. On a very rainy Tuesday night, the Glacier Range Riders had their first opening day at Flathead Field, the new stadium built off of Highway 93 between Kalispell and Whitefish. The professional baseball team, which is part of the Pioneer League, is currently 8 and 11 as of Thursday afternoon after losing their first home game against the Billings Mustangs but coming back for a win on Wednesday. Tuesday's loss came after the umpires called the game six innings in, but Wednesday ended with a knockout round win due to a home run by Livingston Morris. The Range Riders will host the Missoula Paddleheads on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then host the Great Falls Voyagers next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Last week, nearly 200 bikers set off from Banff, Canada on the Tour Divide ride, which follows the Continental Divide more than 2,500 miles down to the Mexico border. The recent rainy and snowy conditions in northwest Montana and southern Canada, however, led to multiple bikers requiring rescue operations, including one in Glacier National Park. The 25-year-old cyclist wrecked his bike in the northwest corner of the park, lost his way trying to return to Canada, and encountered significant floodwaters in the Kishinan drainage of the North Fork Flathead River Valley, prompting a helicopter rescue by rangers. For the next couple days, you'll be able to see cyclists coming through Whitefish and heading down the Swan Valley if you are on the side roads, or follow their tracker online. And finally, some flood conditions are still persisting throughout the valley as higher temperatures melt recent snowfall in the mountains. The Flathead River reached flood stage on Tuesday and forced evacuations in Columbia Falls and Kalispell, as well as prompting multiple road closures, including in Glacier Park. Be sure to stay tuned to flatheadbeacon.com for the latest closures and evacuation notices throughout the Flathead Valley this weekend. That's all I've got for you today. As always, you can stay up to date on all the latest local news online at flatheadbeacon.com, and you can pick up a copy of The Beacon on newsstands in Northwest Montana, which this week features our annual Best of Preps issue for all of the spring athletes, which I must say might be one of the best ones we've ever produced. This episode was hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Micah Drew, and featured an interview with our print intern at Denali. Music in this episode includes songs by local Flathead Valley artist Mike Murray, who's kind enough to let me use them in the show. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.